0: Welcome to Reality Renault with Mitch and Mark. Marky, what a fabulous week we've just had. Well, we had
1: the chance to do a holiday at home. I don't know if many of our listeners have done that. Of course, with COVID, we've all been in lockdown and holidaying
0: at home. But our home happens to be in Newport Beach on the northern beaches of Sydney. And i got to say, five days, chilling, beaches, and Beach, Newport Beach, Whale Beach, Bulgola Beach, yep. Army.
1: And then we hit some of the places to eat, which we have been meaning to do since we moved up here two years ago. But it's just been so full on.
0: Jonah's Restaurant hanging over the top of Wild Beach. What a treat. Not to mention the Newport, all sorts of options there. That was fantastic. And then we went to Alma
1: Restaurant in Avalon, which is Mexican, can highly recommend.
0: So if you're thinking about having a holiday at home and you live in the Sydney region... Thoroughly recommend it, but even if you live anywhere in the country, a Northern Beaches escape is something to consider. It is,
1: but I think it means you know when you're at home, you are in so much that kind of rhythm of what you have to do and when you have to do it, and cleaning and cooking and stuff. That's hard sometimes to stop yourself and take a break.
0: Well, I suppose the same goes for wherever you live. Do do we ever stop and appreciate what we have around us, regardless whether you're the Northern Beaches or anywhere? In the country. It is. I think we're lucky, Mitch, because it felt a bit like Hawaii.
1: People travelled to Hawaii and overseas to actually have the time on the beach we had here.
0: And we actually shared it with our builder from the block. Jason Charles. He and his wife came up and spent five days with us. We had the best time. And we might have tempted them to move to the <laughs> northern <laughs> beaches of Sydney. There's a big
1: rumour. Maybe you, if you're doing a renovation in the northern beaches of Sydney, you never know. In, in the coming months, you might be able to use Charles Brothers' building
0: construction company here in Sydney. No, well, if he's up here, Mark, he'll be working on our place oh, first. he'll be working on it. But we had a fun podcast with Jason. We did. We had a chance to sit down and talk to him. A lot
1: of people, you know, they know the contestants on the block, but the builders are the heroes behind the scene. And Jason in particular, you know, he gained a lot of popularity.
0: You call him Mr. Hollywood. He's got a Hollywood smile. But apart from that, he is a brilliant builder. And he talks about what it was like as a builder on the block is it real is it fantasy
1: yeah what's the quality like we often have people saying oh the houses the the quality could be an issue but Jason shares with us what he thinks about the quality of the houses
0: plus he gives a few really interesting tips on for anyone Mm -hmm. working with their builder to get the best outcome out of whether you're project managing or the builder's project managing some really good tips on how to stick to budget and make sure the job goes smoothly. You have to work together. It's he really a team highlights effort. Highlights that beautifully. So we hope you enjoy our chat with Jason. It's Jason, the builder from the block who built with us twice. Jason and Steve. Jason's the the um, rounder, bald headed one. If you if you can't remember him,
1: you need to
2: describe him that way. Do you?
1: yeah. I just want we'll to distinguish between the two of you. Jason is present and he can hear you. Oh. thanks, Mitch. That's
0: a
2: lovely introduction.
0: Welcome, Jay.
1: (laughs) How are you, boys? Good. We are are very lucky we have Jason here in Sydney with us, so we get to have him in the room when we're doing the podcast. Welcome back to Sydney. Thank you. It's good to be here.
0: Isn't it spectacular, Jay? Beautiful
1: beach weather. Have a look at the view. We've been surfing. Well, this is the house, Jason, that we bought when you were up here, so for listeners who may have seen on our socials, we're getting ready to renovate, but the first time we walked into this house, you and your wife, Terry, were here, and you had a look with the house, and that kind of sealed the deal for Indeed. us. It did. It was great. Yeah.
0: And here we are over two years later, and we still haven't started that bloody renovation.
1: No. So Why is that, Mitch?
0: Because well, you
1: decided to do the block again.
0: <laughs> life, life got in the way, including the block, but this year is the big year, Jay. So Jay's up here to... um Give us a bit of guidance on where to start because there's, this house needs to be renovated from top to bottom.
1: And who better to have than the best builder the block has ever seen? Ooh. Ooh. Controversial. Ooh. controversial. Controversial. You've be careful. We <laughs> think the best builder the block has ever seen. And we can now say a winning block builder. I think
2: better terms are the best team that the block has ever seen.
0: Oh, you're only as good as you contestants. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's an interesting question, though. So for people listening today,
1: we thought we would have a chat with Jason get your experience um, on the block, what it's like to be a builder on the block, and you've done two blocks now. Mm-hmm. Uh, will there be a third? Nope.
0: <laughs> but, Mark, before we go there, I'd like to get a bit of Jason's background because I'm sure our listeners would be interested in Jason's background. Maybe. Anyway, we'll give it a go. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Of course they're
2: interested.
0: <laughs> so, Jason, you're originally you're you're a Melbourne boy and you were born, raised in Melbourne.
2: Born and bred Montmorency, bitch. Not only Melbourne, never moved out of the area.
0: Wow, small-town boy.
2: Yes, absolutely. With small-town values, right? Yes, exactly. Good values, Jason. (laughs) Very good values. Uh,
1: Very good values. So we got to meet you, obviously, three years ago on Oslo as a Builder. Was building the only career you wanted to do or how did you end up being what we think is the best builder?
2: So, I actually started at a very young age, which is probably unheard of these days. Mm. I was 13 um, when I actually left school. Wow. Um, yeah, my father woke me up one morning and said, that's it. I wasn't the best uh, student at school, let's say. Oh, yeah, I
0: didn't know we were allowed to leave that
2: young age. No, well, yeah, you know, it was 13 to nine months. So, I actually went to work with my father for a couple of weeks um, until I found an apprenticeship because he didn't want me doing my apprenticeship with him.
1: Wow. He wanted oh, really? me in the
2: real world first um, and learn... Your- dad, Roy. Yep. My, my father, Roy. Yes. And he, people may have seen Roy on the Oslo
1: on the too because Roy came in and was, was helping us. But
0: he restored our fireplace on <coughs> the Oslo at first Daddy block. And he did. He
1: yes. did that amazing. Your father is such a gentleman. I know people may not have seen it, but when that fireplace was revealed, yep. Roy came in and he actually asked our permission. Would it be okay if we would let him restore that? Because he used to work on them Correct. when he was a young young man. A young snapper. Yes. like. We give you permission, of course, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and he took
2: so much care in restoring that; it he was did. incredible. It's a, so he woke you up, put you out of school. Why? Yep. I was just uh, school wasn't for me. Um, yeah, you, know, you hear of people, students saying, "Oh, I don't like school," and I was sort of like that for a couple of years prior to this happening. Um, and then, as I said, I wasn't—you know—I was, wasn't a very good reader, wasn't a very good writer, so I, I hated school. So I wanted to get out. So he just woke up one morning, dragged me out of bed, and said, "Right, come to work with me." Gave me a couple of weeks to find an apprenticeship. So he used to drop me off in Thomastown and, you know, knock on all these doors and try and get a job. Um, and then I was lucky enough to land some work experience with a company, um, JRB Shop Fitting. Yeah. Back then, it's not around anymore. Um, but then there was only like, oh, I think there was five people there when I first started. Um, and then he gave me two weeks work experience and it sort of moved on from there. And he said, would you like an apprenticeship? And I just answered yes straight away. And he said, oh, you better go home and speak to your parents. I wasn't allowed to start my apprenticeship because I was too young, so I had to wait until I was 13 or nine months before I could actually start as a full-time apprentice. Um, so that was, uh, I stayed with that shop fitting company for five years. So then I left that company and went work for my father um, as a foreman. And 30, that's how you got into it, but that's how I got 13
0: into it. years old. So at 18, knocking
1: on doors. Yep. Yeah. To get an apprenticeship. Yeah. That's pretty good. experience. That, yeah.
0: And yep. at 18, you'd been working for five years.
2: I was fully qualified at 17. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, no do you have so much experience. Yeah, well, that was a shop fitting firm too. So that was um, – I did learn a lot there and it was – back then I was travelling a lot of interstate work. It was – you know, I was probably away for seven, eight months of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I missed out on a lot of 18th birthdays and all that sort of thing because mm-hmm. of work. Um, but I didn't – I was always going to work for my father eventually. And they held me back for another year because I wouldn't leave straight after my apprenticeship. But I did the right thing by that company because they did the right thing by me. So I stuck on for another year. And then, um, yeah, and then went and worked for my father.
0: And you worked for your father until basically you took over the business. Yeah, yep, exactly. And and at what stage? I find it interesting that that you're working for your father because he's the mature, experienced builder. Mm. At what point does it become where you become the leader? As opposed I, to think it was,
2: I think it took me a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it was, um. Look, my uncle was actually, he was the foreman uh, for my father. It was only There was only two of them um, back then. Um, and I sort of went under my uncle for a lot of years, probably because I'd say it would be a good 10 to 15 years under him. Um, and then we sort of branched out and my uncle ended up leaving, going working for himself, and that's sort of when I took over the leading hand role. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's really, it is the family business yep. that started with, with your dad, Mm -hmm. and
1: now it's become
2: Charles Bros. Yeah.
1: So like a lot of businesses, there's been kind of ups and downs.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you've had to
1: learn a lot, like a 13-year-old leaving school. Did you ever imagine at that age that you would be running, you're like you've got now a big mm. – well, it's, it's not big in terms of – It's not. No, look, but it's, 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 a significant it's a bigger
2: business. family business now. Well, I yeah. mean, i keep saying people, oh, we're just we're a small family business, but that's grown since the block in, you know, 2019. Yeah. Um, we've – I mean, I think I had six people on the books back then. We've now got 14 on the books and, you know, five to six – five or six full-time subbies. So it's sort of grown to 20 of us now, which yeah. is... Um,
0: and it's your brother and yourself.
2: Yep, my brother and myself. He he did a uh, electrical apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We are yeah. uh, both been together since then, which is, you know, 30, 35 years. Yep. Here you are,
1: like looking back at 13 when you're knocking on the door to get an apprenticeship and mm. now you run a family business that has yeah. grown, big business, a big yeah. business yeah. that's grown, that yep. is highly regarded. You're a business manager now. Mm. Like, could you have imagined? No, like, not not on?
2: at thirteen. No, certainly not. Um, and didn't like school, and yet uh, you're running. A yeah, business, running a business now, which sports, is great. Everything. Yeah. So my brother and I run, run it together.
0: And your, um, wife, and your wife Terry works in the business too.
2: She has been with us for about three years now. Oh, I think okay. um, she was. A cosmetic chick back then when I met her. A um, cosmetic chick. yeah, she worked for Clinique back when I met her, many twenty eight years ago I mean, almost. What's a cosmetic?
0: <laughs> now you know what's interesting. <laughs> Does that you. mean a beautician?
2: Yeah, no, she wasn't. Well, no, she sold
1: cosmetics. Right. So we have known you guys now for three years, gotten to know you very well, but I didn't know that about Terry. Yes. She was a she was a makeup artist. A makeup artist. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Terry is
2: sitting in the room right now <laughs> <laughs> and she's not happy. <laughs> so then terry went out and left cosmetics after many years and then she became a, a crossfit trainer um she was in that for about seven years and then
0: i don't recall actually asking much about terry but <laughs> <laughs> well, she's my rock mitch she yeah. is your rock terry is your rock i must say and you've got two beautiful boys yes max and uh levi both he- heading in the direction of professional golf
2: well yeah max is uh certainly well on his way to that he's um been over in america for almost four years now so he's uh he's loving it um levi's you know covid you hear about it ruining businesses and things like that he's just been through year 12 completed that Mm -hmm. at the end of last year which is great but hopefully by the end of this year he's um he's back over in america with him jason why what do you like
1: about the trade the building trade you know people watching the block certainly that's where they got To meet you, and you are so enthusiastic about what you do. Yep.
2: You you know, you just love. I just love my job. Um, Always have. You do still. Yeah, still love it. And people say, oh, don't you get sick of it? No, I don't. Um, There's always different challenges. I'm still learning. You know, there's so many things that you can learn every day through the building game. Um, You never know everything, which is great. And I love you know, walking away from property that I've renovated or built and to be able to look back and say, "Wow, look what we've done.
0: I noticed with the builders and being around it so much, particularly with the block, we've built, we've done a lot of renos, but working on the block was a bit different. It's a real team sport. Mm,
2: It is. It is. Yeah, absolutely. You get the team environment. And once everyone's in that team environment, everyone, you know, they work with each other. You know, I'm not the boss of anybody. Everybody, it's a team thing. And I think that's why people do enjoy working with us because it's not a, a power trip to say, well, you go and do this, you do it. It's a, I, I love getting my hands dirty and doing it with them. Um, so that's sort of, I think that's why people enjoy working with us. I
0: think that's probably what we, one of the things we enjoyed most about the block, first time round, but even more the second time round, that mm-hmm. that team environment where mm-hmm. everybody is the, is part of the team. Mm-hmm. Nobody is more special than anyone else. Yep. If one person is not getting it right. The whole team's let down. Mm. So we all had our roles. We were labourers yes. on the building side yeah. and, and we let the professionals do their do their job. When it come to planning, that was your area. Yeah. And if you got it wrong, you let us down. I was the styling and finishing. If yeah. I got that wrong, yep. I let it down. So when, sometimes when the judging was uh, going harsh or, or if, I, if I agreed with something they were saying about not enough or more or whatever, yep. I would feel like shit. I didn't do my. I yeah. missed out one of my yeah. parts. Of the
2: yeah, <laughs> I remember week one on this season, Mitch, where you, you got slammed on the Sunday, on the Sunday night, in the judging, and then you second guess yourself. And Marky was there, and he said, "Mitch, stick with what you're doing. Like yes. don't yeah. worry about what the judges yeah. think." And and now look at it. Yeah, I forgotten won? that. <laughs> but
1: you're right. It was. It, we were yep. we were like, "Whoa, what's just yeah. going on?"
2: And and we had to as but we supported each yeah. other as a team, yep. including you guys supported us saying. Yep. And Stick I think that's why guns. it worked so well because you guys let us do our work. Yeah. So you, it wasn't as if, I oh, know do it this way. You, you're you fantastic at your designing and eventually you're fantastic at the styling side of things. So once you knew what you wanted, that made our job easy. Yeah. So then it was just a, a great team effort.
1: Well, why don't we kind of wind back now to the first day that we ever met Jason Charles, which is the first day Australia ever <laughs> met Jason Charles and Stevie yep. from Charles Bros. We never we didn't know you guys we didn't know your company we didn't know you existed we were overwhelmed yeah and our experience was we're talking to keith and dan it's two days in we've got to do a room on the biggest block ever there's mm-hmm. rubble and debris everywhere we have no idea we are not fir- builders. it was Thursday. i think it was like oh, the second, second day. day it second was day, the second yeah. day yeah. and we were not builders we've done a lot of renos but we're not builders so We're a bit, we're in overwhelm and we'd had a couple of builders come in. We'd gone through High Pages app, a couple of builders come in. They were like, "Mm, not sure, not sure.
0: But they were not sure if they could do it. They said, oh, that can't be finished in a week. Yeah, they were like, there's no way.
1: And then we turned and I still remember you two standing there (laughs) like, who are these people? And Keith said, oh, look, these guys look like your new builders. And we'd put something on WhatsApp. We met you and that's where... The dream team started. No, we put something on High Pages. We put something on High Pages and that's where it started Yeah, and that's where that whole dream team I was-
0: And But we thought we thought that when you walked in, because we had no build and we thought we're screwed, yep. then you guys walked in and I thought, oh, this is all part of the show. they yeah. set this up. And it yep. wasn't until the end of the first day that we realised that Jason was responding to our High Pages request mm. yes. and not – a setup with a channel nine block. No, 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 no but you so were real.
2: People, people still say to me, even like recently, say, So you knew Mitch and Mark before the, the, and I said, No, that was the first day I met them on set. I said, I'd never spoken to him. I said, I spoke to, sorry, I sort of spoke to him on the phone through the High Pages um, app. And I said, And you know, we got there and we didn't know what we we're doing. We yeah. just went there to do some demolition work for him. I said, and then it was just, Keith said, Oh, well, maybe he can be your builder. And I'm like, Oh, no. <laughs> and I just ripped my house apart too for a renovation, <laughs> for a renovation. Yeah. and uh, and then I had to break the news to my wife and say, "Listen, though, we might." And she wasn't all that impressed with it. But then she met you guys and said,
0: "She can be, a, are- she can be a cranky <laughs> cunt." <laughs> um, then I can't believe Terry would get mad with you, <laughs> yeah, you know, Jason. The- then
1: she <laughs> met Mitch. And he oh my god! Her. <laughs> <So> <laughs> no, yeah. no. Well, that first day, that was crazy and i think i remember saying well let's just see how it goes yeah because it has to work for you and for us so we yep. really kind of went we're, we're all on test you're testing us correct to see yep. whether we would be okay to work with you yep how did you explain to terry that she wasn't
2: going to be getting the renovation that <laughs> she thought that you're going to be renovating well i'd actually we, we had bare walls like i just stripped all the plaster out we had no roof so it was like it was like well and truly into the renovation and then had no roofs, so de- there was like you could see the air. Like we we fully gutted the. And your business
0: thing. was small, and you didn't have any, any backup. We didn't
2: then. have backup back then. Like and so then I rang Terry. It was on the Saturday afternoon I rang, and I said, "Listen, Dale. I said we're we're going to do some demolition work for these guys, and I'll, I'll be home later today. And I think we rolled it at about eight o'clock that night. Yes. We're black from head to toe. And she's like, "What is going on? I said, "Oh, look, we're just going to give it a trial. Um, and she said, "What about this? And I'm like. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't even explain to her. So then it was like then I had to speak to my brother and say, well, can we afford to be builders on the block this year? Yeah. What are we going to do with all our jobs? You know, we had jobs that were going too at the time. Yeah. So, And we, I think we only had like, which was a lot for us back then, we had three or four jobs on the go and we had to ring the client and say, look, this is the situation. And very luckily they all accepted and they said, yep, no worries, you do what you have to do. We understand if the job's going to slow down a bit. But we got by and got it done. Wow. And the rest is history. <laughs> and, and
0: and it's interesting. People often get the feedback from contestants on what it was like to be in the block. Mm-hmm. I don't think we hear often enough from the builders, the, mm. the, t- the, the team that makes the team. Yep. What was it like, Jason, from the first time around? You knew what you are getting in for the second
2: time. Yeah, the second time round we did. So the first time, I mean, I think we discussed it with you guys and it was all about organisation. So, mm. you know, you get the other builders that turn up on site at 7 o'clock, then they go and have a discussion with their contestants and say, right, what are we going to do? You you got us there early. I said, right, let's get there, let's have a coffee, have some breakfast mm. and let's get into it. And so... The planning stage was really good, I think, the way that you guys sorted that out. So we were sort of hours ahead of the game before we even started.
0: At what stage are you sort of hooked in and and how does it feel a lot more emotionally? Does it feel?
2: With the block, you can't go in there and give it, you know, half ass, 50% and say, oh, let's just see how this goes. So it was head down, ass up right from the start. It was big hours, big days, so much demolition in that first season. Um, I think we demolished pretty much almost every week. Yes. You know, we were very lucky with a great team. You know, the plumbers that we used on that series, the electricians, everybody sort of got in there and got got into it. So it was, uh, from my perspective, I'd say it was emotional right from the start. I think it's interesting as a builder, you know, you guys are in there doing huge hours.
1: Mm-hmm. You don't, not all builders get the exposure no. that they might hope for, but our experience is generally the builders are invested in the success. Yep. Like they're passionate. Because yep. they wouldn't do this. The hours and the work and the you know, sometimes the critique yep. that some builders get isn't is, great. Isn't great. <laughs> not great. Yep. And not always maybe not always based reasonably. Yep. But they still
2: deal with it. Why would a builder do it? Why like oh, you why do it? I only did it because of I met you guys. So for these other builders that think, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it because I'm going to get the accolades that Jason got, yeah. the only reason that I think I got so much airtime in that first series, I mean, you've never seen a builder get that much airtime, and I think it was because we were so organised and we were so far ahead all the time. We had time, you know, and people say, oh, you know, you chase a camera, you did this, you did that, but it wasn't like that. The cameras are there. I mean, you know, it's like it's, it's there 24-7. You walk on the site, you get mic'd up, cameras are there. For the other builders that... You know, a bit of advice I could probably give them: go and enjoy it. Mm. You know, and and really take on board what you're doing. Don't don't go in there half-assed and think, oh yeah, okay, I'm going to get some camera time because it's not going to happen. Mm. Just be yourself and do what you have to do and get your job done. So I think that's probably the best advice I could give any other builders because you don't you can't go on there and say, okay, I'm going to go on there because I want to get some airtime to build my business. You don't do the block for that. You do the block because you want to meet contestants, you want to meet new people, and you want to do a job.
1: Well, from your experience on the Oslo, because mm-hmm. we'll get to to Hampton, the Oslo was enormous. What is it like when you're doing work on on an old building like that? You know, we're pulling stuff out. What are the and for people listening? Because a lot of people love to renovate yep. old houses; they mm-hmm. see the romance of that. Yeah, but there are big challenges in that. What are the biggest challenges to renovating
0: old properties? that being a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Other
2: than that, but- Look, that was the Oslo. I think I heard. You know, through the producers and stuff like that. I think it was week three or week four, maybe. Geez, if we bit enough more, we can chew. Like that was ridiculous. The size of it well, in the real world, that is a twelve a month renovation every day of the week. You would not get through that quicker than twelve months. You know, we're trying to get done in three months. Yeah. Um, but you know, and especially those old buildings, you don't know what you're gonna as soon as you take plaster off a wall or pull a bit of flooring up, you don't know what's under there. And because they've been there for so long, it's just, you open up a can of worms. Yeah. So, you know, it's and they are beautiful to work on. Like, I love doing old renovations.
0: I think I'll have a big romance about the old building. Yep. But if you're going to renovate, you have to be prepared. It's going to cost you a lot more than if you're doing something that's like a 70s building or something like that. Correct.
2: Any renovation extension on an old building, you can like get which quotes. Hundred years old. 100, yeah, correct. I mean, you can do, as you said, seventies, eighties. You know, you can do renovations, extensions to them, and you can lock into a contract price. If you, if I quote a job for a, a building that's a hundred years old, it could blow out by fifty percent just like that, yep. without knowing. Yeah. You know, you get in there, you get, as I said, you don't know what's under there. So, yeah. if you're going to renovate an old property like that, over hundred years old, certainly make sure you've got a big, uh, a big bank big behind bank. you. But, but for people, owners doing that
1: have an expectation when you're working with your builder that mm. it is likely there are going to be variations and it's not the builder just creating it it's no. because you rip something down yep. and suddenly you see what's been happening for 100 years correct so the romance yep. is great of those buildings beautiful but the challenge to get there it mm. takes somebody really a builder who's really talented yeah to do that we get a lot of questions from people how do you choose the right builder we got lucky we got you mm.
2: A lot of our work is um, through word of mouth, um, off the back of the block, obviously. Um, prior to being on the block, it was all word of mouth stuff. It's very hard to try and find somebody that you can trust. Sure you a do you, builder you can trust. A cool. builder you can trust, correct. So Also
0: clients you can trust.
2: Yes, so that's, that's very hard for the builder to find the client yeah. you can trust because, you know, you meet them for the first time and you think, oh, yeah, they seem really nice. Yeah. But then three months down the track when things start don't going the way they thought it was. You know, they then lose trust in you. Yeah. They think you're being dishonest. I hate variations on jobs. I'd rather have a locked-in contract where there's no variations, where people don't make changes, where we don't find things because that's where a lot of the breakdown happens between yeah. builder and client. So to find the right builder, I'd say you've got to do your homework, um, try and find out if they can give you some uh, people that they've done work for that yeah. you're happy to call up to see how the relationship went. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's probably the best best thing that you can do, try and get some... Um, Recommendation. I think it's interesting, Jason. you're saying for people, um, it's the relationship that you develop
1: with your builder because like a lot of relationships, the test is when it goes wrong. Correct. Everyone's happy when it goes right. Exactly right. But when you're doing renovations, there is always going to be a time when things go a bit haywire. Mm-hmm. A supply chain might let you down and you yep. can't get product there. You discover something that no one anticipated and then you need to talk
2: about variations. Yep.
0: There's
1: always
2: a likelihood of variation. 95% of jobs, there's always variations. When you're doing um, variations, you want to try and have them written out before Mm -hmm. you actually do the work. Mm -hmm. So you can say, okay, this is what it's going to cost you. Are you happy to go with that? Get them to sign it off and then you can move forward. So I'd say to... Clients, make sure you stick with the builder when they're talking about variations. Oh, so, okay, that's a variation. I understand that. Can you tell me how much it is? Right. So then they can get it signed off and move on and, and keep going with the job. And Go if a builder's not going to give you the
1: information on variations, then start to question why. Yeah, correct. Yeah, definitely. Well,
0: On our, on our Hampton uh, blockhouse, our second one, we had a variation that snuck up on us, which was I looked up and saw a space in a roof cavity, which could be could be a study. That was going to be it was an entrance to a powder room. We decided mm-hmm. to delete the powder room, put in a staircase, and have a a study like a more like it's a dedicated office office study work yeah. from work from home office yep. um, for two people. Which, which um, I think which that was a great variation.
2: I think that was a great variation, though, Richie. I think that may have won you the block. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I think it
0: probably played into that, but yeah. but. That's the sort of thing that people can find when you're doing a build. Yep. That variation in the real world mm-hmm. would have added, instead of a small powder room, putting the staircase in oh. and the stair, would have had added- 15, 20,000. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. For that, at least, yeah. For that yeah. variation. That, yeah. 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 But oh, then you got your roof, then you got the skylights. Yes. Yeah, so Probably closer to 30 or 40,000 by the yeah. time you oh, do it all. Yeah. yeah. And for, for us, us is- in, in
1: a block world, being able to get the support of sponsors to do that, it yeah. translates. If, if you're doing it to flip that, Thirty thousand translated that sale time to a lot more money. Correct, but it's part of the risk. Mm. Well, maybe
0: maybe they did win us the block. Mm. Maybe maybe Mm. it
1: did. I think it was a great move, Mitch. And that was my
0: decision. So basically, we won the block because of me. (laughs)
1: Basically,
2: (laughs) Mitch won the block. himself. by himself. Thank you, not as a team.
0: Thank you, everyone else for your contributions, though. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oslo experience, what was the highlight of that season, Oslo few? And what was the low light as a builder?
2: Uh, the highlight was probably the master ensuite. Yes. To turn that you. around, because the builders were behind on that, we didn't have a roof or anything on that. So right. we actually couldn't, we got sent home on the Monday and the Tuesday. We didn't start that bar until the Wednesday. Yep. So, That's and right. then we, we ended up waterproofing on the Thursday and then it rained. And it damaged all our waterproofing. Yep. So we had so many things thrown at us that week. I think that was probably our highlight. Definitely. Yes.
1: That was an amazing um, achi- achieving the finished work. Yeah. Perk. Yep, yeah.
2: Yep. But I also remember, Margie, you coming in as we're putting plaster sheets up, oh, saying, nice. Oh, what about the insulation? So if you hadn't to pick that up, you know, Keith and Dan, oh, yeah, they would have been, been in there, pull the ceiling down, do yeah, this, we do that. So <gasps> it was I very lucky. That. Yeah.
1: And the low light of that the low light season. of that
2: season. Hmm. Mitch on the jackhammer, dog. <laughs> <laughs> probably the uh, the rap party. <laughs> That's a low Why? The rap
0: party. Why? What
2: was that? Had oh, I had a ball. I had a <laughs> really good night. Apparently, I had a really good night. Apparently, there was a television. Involved. Yes. Apparently, that was probably my low light. <laughs> so <laughs> so Absolutely.
1: There was. There was <laughs> just.
0: Uh, we we, 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 were, we, were, we had fun at that rap party, but we were so tired. Jason, a question
1: commonly asked of us, and you probably get the same thing from people: Is it? Real, as in when you do a
2: bathroom in a week, yep. do you really do a bathroom in a week? On the block, yes. Yes. It's not uh, – so I get asked this – I do get asked this a lot, Marky, and, you know, I get clients saying, but you did it in a week on the block. I'm like, yeah, we can do yours in a week too, but your bathroom that's going to cost you $35,000 is going to cost you $50,000. And they say, oh, why? you want to make more money? I said, no, it's not for that. It's for the people standing around. It's the people doing overtime. You know, people are waiting their turn to get in to do the bathroom. So it's, you know, it's, it's got to be well organised and it's it, yes. it does. It does yes. happen in a week and, yes, it is crazy. People say, oh, surely not. People say, oh, they, so they film it over two weeks but they make it look like a week. No, that's no. not the case. It is done in a week.
0: But And it's also that you're in a regular building, whether it's a house or apartment, you can't work and you can't work 20 hours a day. Yep. Whereas on the block you can work twenty hours, like, yeah. The, well, the tools
2: is- it's tools down at six, yeah. But you, there's there's so many, you know sometimes we have to go off site to cut things because you're not allowed, to, and that is legit. You mm. cannot use power tools after six o'clock. No. You know that's where the contestants kick in too because you guys are there. So we're there from sort of six in the morning till six at night, sometimes ten at night. But you're there for that next five or six hours where you have to work and get things done that we to set us up for the next day. So the contestants have got a massive role and if they work with their builder and do what the builders ask them to do while they're not there, that makes our job so much easier and I don't think all the contestants do that. I know you guys did from day one, season one, yeah. but I don't think a lot
1: of the other contestants do it. So the project management element, it's, it's interesting. The success of a renovation is not just about the quality of the trades. Obviously, that's important, mm-hmm. but it's the quality of the project management. Correct. Yeah, and that's where you, this is what I think is interesting for you as Jason Charles, mm-hmm. who left school at thirteen, <laughs> but you understand the importance of communication and project management to get things done.
2: Right. Yeah. That's it. what it all comes down to. It co- comes down to the project manager knowing what the client wants. So then he can project manage that job. You don't yeah. want the you don't want the client not thinking that the project manager's got that job on, job under control and trying to micromanage the project manager. It doesn't work. Yeah. Do you reflecting
1: on how proud are you of what you've achieved when you think of what you achieved from of 13 and where you are now
2: yeah i am i'm proud of where where i'm at with my family um i can support my family and family is everything to me so business is obviously second to be able to support my family and let them go let my children more so go and do what they want to do, and you know Max is over in the states now, which is fantastic. That's always that's been his dream since he was probably mm-hmm. twelve, thirteen. So now I can see that he's over there doing that. It makes me feel comfortable that he's over there and can do it. If that yeah, makes so sense. I'll come back then to that. What you've talked about there
1: often as men, we talk about being proud of things we've achieved. Mm-hmm. Are you proud of yourself as a person about what you've achieved? The yes, quality of you as a person. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah, I think you yep. ought to be. I, I mean, am. I am. I'd, on I'm, go, I'm
2: wow. happy. You know what I mean. I'm happy. So if I'm happy, I think that's a way of showing that you're proud. Yeah. There's not too many things that worry me or concern me. Yeah. I'm. I'm yeah. I'm a pretty happy person, yeah. as you both know. I
1: know. I
2: think you, you've achieved an amazing amount. Yeah. <laughs>
0: thanks. Mate. And you should be proud of yourself. Yeah. Well, thanks,
2: Mitch.
0: So
1: we <laughs> we have been lucky enough to become very, very close friends, to yours. Mm, and, we are. And, you know, that fateful day yep. that you walked in, you're so happy. That that was just magic. That was. We, we got lucky. We, we, we did get very so lucky. lucky.
2: We did. And people don't see, as I said, people think, oh, no, you knew them before. It wasn't. It was absolute pure luck that we actually met each other because I was lined up at Jesse and Mel's door to meet them first. Jesse
0: Rayburn and Mel... Rayburn. <laughs> what's my, what's my Are they married
2: thing? yet? No. They're not married yet. they have your baby, though. Oh, no. I know. Because Mel's gorgeous. they have
0: yeah.
1: your
2: baby, which is a fantastic. So my movie. block could have been completely different. Yeah. You know what I mean? My so block like experience a could have doors. been, oh, 100%. That, it was just that there was like 30 people to meet them and you guys hadn't had anybody. Yes. And one of the producers grabbed me and said, do you want to come down and meet Mr Mark there? Free.
0: Because they were looking for, they had their building, right, but they were looking for, for some for laboring. Correct. Some demo, Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. So, so you might
0: you might have been in there for for three days, and that's sure. it. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we moved forward from that. Oslo was an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Do you still drive past the Oslo? I do, right I, do. I do. And what do you think when you go past?
2: It's it? It's amazing. It's huge. Like you'll never ever see a it's block like a monument. That isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I know they're doing. I think it's ten acres per yep. this year. 10 yes. Hectare, um, ten hectares. Ten hectares. 10 hectares, yeah. hectares or acres, whatever it is. Um, uh, yeah, that's huge, but it, it's not the actual house. The house that uh, I think they were like fifty-five squares. Those yeah. houses on the other oh. side. So I don't think you'll ever see that again. They're enormous. They're the biggest houses that have ever been. Yeah, there. It, yeah. Been, it's
1: incredible. So move forward. <clears throat> you went back and helped out a bit on the block on twenty. You become a bit of a regular face on the block. <laughs> <Yes>. We <We're> both <laughs> were. we're all back. We're, yeah, we are.
2: Yeah, you came back and helped out. You are all stars. And George I'm, and Sarah I'm, did George and Sarah did their um, beach box, and then um, we called you in. To save mm. Harry and Tash. Yes. Remember when we went,
1: the $1,000 that we could gift an object, and we were not giving you an object you need, yeah. Charles Brothers yeah. in here, and yep. you came back and worked in.
2: Stevie and I came in for a
1: couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. So we, you've done that one, and we mm-hmm. come to 2021, and you and I have been talking about the block, and I went, you're going to have people ring you. Somebody's going to want you to do the block. Yes. Are you going to
2: do it? And I said maybe, and you said, don't you dare.
0: <laughs>
1: and I said, I want to interview the contestants to make sure yes, you don't like. Them you did more say than
2: that.
1: <laughs> I don't want you to like them more than yes. us. Did you ever expect you would have
2: gotten the phone call from us? No.
1: Yeah. No, we no. didn't expect a phone well, call. Well, sorry,
2: not that quick. No. Not two years after we did it. No, no. I thought maybe they were going to do an All Stars down the track or something. Yeah. And I thought you guys would be invited back to that. Yeah. Um, and then I probably would have done your build then. Yeah. But when you rang me and you said guess what, I've got some news. I, uh, that was the furthest thing from my mind when you said that. Well, the way yeah. that we introduced that because we
1: were asked back and we rang your wife, Terry. Were you,
0: you think he was going to say, I've left Mitch? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no. no, he would have gone, oh, yeah, okay, I get that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we rang Terry and said, we've been asked to go back on the block and mm. we would like Jason to build for mm. us. <laughs> and I think Terry rang you and just said, you need to come home yeah. because we talked to you. Every yeah, two day, every couple yeah. of days. Yeah. we talk, we talk so much. Yeah, um, and we Terry said to
2: you, the boys have got something to tell you.
1: What did you think that was about?
2: I honestly had no idea. I, I actually thought there was something wrong, yeah. you know. So I'm thinking, shit, what's happening? Like, I better get home. So I flew home, and then I think you did on the on the computer on the Zoom the Zoom, Zoom yeah. call, and then uh, I was sort of sitting there. and Then you said that, and I just looked at you, and I'm like. Are you serious? I honestly didn't think you were serious. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you convinced me that you were serious and I'm like, oh, I haven't think about it I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be FOMO and let another builder come and work for you. <laughs> I'd be sitting at home watching it thinking, no, that's not right. You would be sitting
1: at home criticising everything oh, that absolutely, happened, wouldn't you? You would have gone, no, you shouldn't do it this way, you should do this way, you shouldn't do it. Yeah, no. No, it, no, was it was never going to happen.
0: I think for us, if, it were, if we hadn't done it together, it would have been a would have been a little bittersweet. mm Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think the fact for for people to know we we focused as much as as we could on enjoying this time on the basis that we would never be doing this again. Correct. That we would
2: that lasted about four weeks, didn't it, Mark? It it didn't. (laughs) But towards the end remembering we we
0: did have fun. Oh, we did.
2: We had the best fun. fun. We did. It was a it was a lot of fun because I think and because we were so close already. It made it even better because we we're driving down there. We we're leaving home at five o'clock in the morning, coming down, having breakfast every morning, having yeah, coffee, yeah. A ch- having a, a catch up before the day started. So we knew what we were doing. And
0: I used to pep everyone up and make them all feel good. And oh, bad.
2: yeah, you did. Mitch, would, Mitch <laughs> would you do that? I think, you know, one <laughs> critique
1: that people have of a season like Fans versus Faves is it's not fair because the Faves has done it before. And I'd yeah. say, yes, it, I understand that. We're experienced and yeah. we know what a block week looks like. And I would say we had an advantage this season because we were working with builders we knew. Yep. So from the first day, and people might not appreciate that, but we know the truth about that. We yep. know the truth about how hard we work and we yep. know the truth about how we looked at the floor plan and mm-hmm. all that stuff yep. that is is difficult. Um but we did have the advantage of working with you guys and it's a clockwork yep. thing, which meant we had the fastest room ever done on the block. It still yep. is the fastest room ever done yeah. on the block, which is Over now, yeah, better. Put enough. a screw in. After I know we, we touched <laughs> up a bit of paintwork, and <laughs> yeah. they said, "No, you yeah. don't. You're not. Yeah. You, you don't get the record." Yeah. But we did the fastest bit room ever on the block. Everybody's. We did the first subterranean bathroom, the first steam, Mister Steam yes. steam room. The engineering was enormous. Mm. No one's ever done that before on the block, no. and we did the first waterproofing on a Monday. Yeah. And that was was about planning. That was, yeah, 100% it was about planning. Yeah, and it was about, it it started with the floor plan because the walls that were in common led us to a point where you and Mitch worked out you could get all that done and be waterproofed on Monday. No one's ever done that before and probably no one will.
2: No, I don't think so. Yeah. Let them try. (laughs) (laughs) What did you like the most about the Hampton House? Um... I loved it. It was a weatherboard. I love weatherboard homes. I think it was beautiful. It you just didn't had have such a character. No. I had to well, put them on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just love the character of the house. Um, you know, and working with uh, Christian Jenkins, um, well, the landscaper. The landscaper. He is such a space cadet and he is the best landscaper ever.
0: Oh, amazing.
2: Um, we love him so much. The, what he created around that house, I think that just beautiful. it made people oh. want to be in there. It was just yeah. a beautiful family home. The
0: pool, the, the, pool area was uh it looked settled in it looked like it, had, it looked like it had been there forever forever the, yeah, the garden did. the garden didn't look like a new garden it looked nah. like an established garden it did not look like a a block pool area i think sometimes nah. block pools um can sometimes look a little bit a little bit hollywood set yep a bit, a bit of a moveset yeah. this, this just looked like yep. a, a tropical oasis well, i so been nice. there for a long time yeah. and then when it came to the front
2: yep wow, wow. those bricks no, but those but brick cars. Yeah, it was. It was beautiful. And what was the most difficult part of that build? The, the hardest part was probably that um kitchen living area, the cathedral ceilings in there. Yes. Um that was that was a lot of work. You know, we we went in there that week with a dirt floor. You know, there was no nothing there at all. Mm-hmm. So we had to do stumps, bearers, joists, flooring, and then we could get up and start doing the, the roof structure. Um and So then to redo that floor, you you dug and poured. We had to dig dig pour stumps. Like do on everything. the Monday, you had it. Because you had it so well organized. Yep. We poured concrete on that Monday afternoon. Yeah. Because, yeah, you have to do all your inspections too. So you've got to make sure, you know, and that's where they try to slow you down sometimes. You say, Can I get an inspection? Oh, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Three hours later, they still haven't done the inspection. So, you know, and then our concrete's sitting there. So you're like, Keith, Dan, can I get an inspection? But I guess that, you know, for people
1: watching the block and for people who do say, Oh, it's not real, does that really happen? The inspections happen. They have to be signed off. They have to off. be signed off before you do anything. And they're not done
2: for T V. So exactly. everything yep. is inspected. Every single especially the bathrooms. Like for the people that are buying the block houses, they are all done like legit. There, there's no there's no shortcuts, there's no nothing. Yeah. They've got to get in, they've got to do the inspections on the subfloor inspection of your water before your waterproofing. But it's almost a better buy. Oh, 100 percent. If you buy a blockhouse, yeah. you know. Yep.
1: Yeah. You don't that's... get those
2: inspections in the real world. No. You know what I mean? You you get a subfloor inspection uh, sorry. You get a stump, a stump hole inspection, and then they come in for a final inspection. Yeah, you know they don't pre pre look at um before you put tiles on the wall before you put plaster on the wall. Yeah. none of that yeah. gets done. So uh, as a builder, the quality of what you're doing there, yep, is above, above
1: board and yep. above yep. above standard. Yep. yep, definitely high end, which is important. Though, I think people realise the work yeah. that you do
0: is amazing. So let's move on to the highlight of the Hampton season. What was the the most the moment?
1: The highlight, you mean greater
2: than working with you again? No, <laughs> the, the, the highlight's probably quite easy. I think it was on the Saturday night of Front Yard Week when the block finished. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just to stand back and look at what you guys created and what we built what was, we yeah, it oh was yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was really, really good. I loved it. Did you ever expect it to be the winning house? <laughs> Honestly, no. no. Um I thought it should have won, <laughs> as yeah. I did on the Oslo, because we did it. I thought... You know, okay, I thought Jesse Kirsty. I thought couldn't lose um, yeah. because of the size of the house. But yeah. then, when the you got your reserves and everything, then I thought, oh my god, what's going on here? And then when Ronnie and Georgia did the the order, the auction order, yeah, that's probably when I thought, hang on a minute. So you're These a betting man who win. who
1: at that point who were you backed and put money on? Or um, Did you back
2: and put money on? Oh, of
1: course, I backed
2: you boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um, no, look, I, I honestly thought that Ronnie and Georgia. Even when they went first, I, I thought that was their biggest mistake. Mm-hmm. I thought if they had gone in any other order, I, that would have been a really hard house, house to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, she's bringing up what she does, obviously. Um, and it. I i thought it was all set up. I thought every all the production know who's going to win. So I thought it was all a set up. But knowing that you guys now won, I know it's not set up because they wouldn't have set that up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, wouldn't so. You, They wouldn't have set up fast wins. No, <laughs> that's what I mean. 100% they wouldn't have. But it's funny because
0: I felt the same. I thought... Ronnie and Georgia are going first. I thought first was not was a bad position. Yeah. But when they went first, I thought, oh, maybe there's something they know that I don't. Yeah. Um. The the reserves were high, and I I expected them to win from the start. Yeah. When, when we went to auction, we absolutely expected to to potentially not make any money. Yeah. Ha- well, anything above nothing was a bonus. Yeah. Um. And we were had convinced ourselves that our joy would come from. Creating that amazing home and the fun we'd had yeah. along the journey. Yeah. I, we had I, to condition ourselves for that. Yeah.
2: I didn't think. And even after the, you know, watching it, seeing what Ronnie and Georgia made, I mean, obviously we knew the result on the Sunday night when we came and saw you guys, yes. but even watching it on TV, I thought there is no way known I would have thought you'd make over what they made because yeah. of the reserves were set so yeah. high. I thought, geez, I don't think anybody's going to make money yeah. this season. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was really, I was really concerned for all of you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, Best
1: outcome ever. Wow. So <laughs> my for me, one of the last things that I want to ask you, it's a two-prong, what would be your best advice to future contestants going the block and what would be your best advice to future builders going on
2: the block? Uh, contestants, um, certainly get your planning done early. Make sure you know what you want to do um, and let your builder do his job. So that's probably for a contestants. Be organised. That's um, the biggest one for them. Builder, don't overstep your mark. Don't think you're a designer. Don't think you're going to tell the contestants how they're going to make their house. Listen to what they've got to say. If you've got any advice that you don't think is going to be good, put it up. If they knock it on the head straight away, move on. Don't stand there and argue for hours and see what you can um, achieve. Make sure you get in there and get your job done. So kind of stay to your lane, both of you. As a contestant, be organised. Yep. 100%. Can I give one other advice to yes, a contestant? You, yes,
0: you can, J- Jason.
2: One massive one. I don't understand these contestants that go under the block. They know at least two to three weeks prior to them starting on the block. right? Why would they not go out and get some painting lessons?
0: <laughs> Seriously. Well, well we would the same.
2: Yeah, but that low. was the first season. <laughs> but they, these people, still they're still doing it. They're still walking under the block. Oh, how do I paint? You know, people are walking around using a two-inch roller when well, they should be using an eight-inch roller. It's, it's just, advice. it's just learn how to paint before you go on. If you yes. can do nothing else. Yep. learn how to paint before you walk onto yep. the
0: block. Because you'll yes. you'll you'll make it easier for yourself. You'll make the quality better, quality. and you'll present rooms that will that won't have a point taken off because of crap painting. Great crap painting. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely. How has the block changed your life? Well, oh, family friends forever. That's one thing. That's that's the best thing I can take out of the block, honestly. And people they are oh, that's so you know, romantic yeah. or whatever you want to say, um, that is the truth. I mean, as you said, even after the first season, we still spoke every yeah. every second day, third day. Yeah. Um, so th- the best thing that I've got out of the box is certainly the ro- ro- relationship I've got with you guys.
0: Particularly with me, Jason? Yes, Mitch, of course. Right, I thought, thought that might be the case, yeah. <laughs> um, Jason, we've asked you so many questions. Yes. Now we're going to turn the table. Not Ooh. flip it, just turn it. Yes. And You're we are going to allow you mm-hmm. to ask us Anything you want, nothing off the table.
2: (gasps) Oh, all right. Mitch, I've got a good one for you. This is dangerous. This is directed at you first. You
0: sound like you have one planned.
2: (laughs) I have been listening to your Mm (laughs) podcast. So season one and season two that we did together, so 2019, 2021. Yes. When you were off shopping and Marky and I were back on the job site working together, Mm -hmm. did you have a little bit of FOMO?
0: I'm hesitating because I know my answer straight away, yeah. um, and I think it sort of shows a bit of fault on my part. But yes, I absolutely had FOMO because Ooh. because there's a whole when you're out when you're out uh, selecting pieces as a designer <laughs> as opposed to shopping um, <laughs> when you're out making your selections, you're and, and I I try to be really quick and decisive on it to to get it knocked over so I can get yeah. back to work. And yep. you are. But you, for anyone who's that who's taken that role, you are missing out because there's a whole team thing going mm-hmm. on. And if it's a team that you love to be part of, mm-hmm. yep. um, uh, a team you'll be part of, you're missing out in that aspect. Also, you lose a bit of connection with where the job's up to. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's a good answer.
2: Um, this is a one for both of you. If you could take your soul out of your body and go back to when you were, say, 30 years old, mm-hmm. What what would you say to yourself? Oh, that's a good question. If we could go back and
1: talk to us at 30, what would you say? Mm -hmm. I know what I'd say. What would you say? It's all going to work out. It's going to be okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a good answer. Mm, I think I would say to myself to relax and have more fun. Mm. Yeah. Probably it's a bit like it'll all be okay. Yep.
2: Same, same, different.
0: I think when I say... It's all going to be okay because yep. at, th- at 30, I was um, I was married. I was accepting that I was gay, um, and then thinking to myself, "Oh my God, this is real." Yep. I, d- I don't know what's going to happen with. Me. I don't know what happens. I I thought that I had to that I had to stay in my marriage forever mm-hmm. and lie about who I was, mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't see any other option. Yep. But then. As the next over over a not long period after that, I realized that I realized that one day I had to be honest <laughs> um, and and be honest with myself and um and honest with everybody and and I it was such a relief yeah it was such like such a relief like and it was damn- it was damaged because i I had a wife and three children, yep so they so it wasn't about it wasn't about me it was about <clears throat> how it impacted all of us. For them, it's like a cha- changing the way their life runs. Yep. For people around you, there's a j- disappointment. And yep. when I look when I look back on their disappointment, I do think you know <laughs> a, a line from the block: "How dare you?" But it's also sort of like, what <laughs> right have you got to be disappointed in in who somebody is? People don't choose to be heterosexual of or course, gay right? or trans or whatever. Yep. The choices are made for them. Mm-hmm. So when people are disappointed. Go fuck yourself <laughs> I was like, yeah it's, absolutely it's, 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 how dare you yep. and, I, and I think that I carried that that i, I didn't want to disappoint mm-hmm. so mm. i I conned myself that i that that my gay thoughts were happened to all boys, you just you, you suppress them that they weren't they're not real,
2: yep, mm. so what age meant what was the time frame between you knowing that you wanted to come out and you actually come out was it a long period of time, or was it
0: um I, I never planned to come out. Um, my, I remember my wife one day in the kitchen when we lived in, we lived in the US. We're in Pennsylvania, yep. um, just outside Philadelphia. I remember her, America, things were going wrong and I wasn't, and I was struggling mm-hmm. and her shaking me saying, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I said, there's one thing I can never tell you. You never mm. tell you we are over. I can never tell you. Wow. And she's, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. And I just said, I'm gay. And from the moment I said that, I knew it was the the, the the path to our marriage being over, okay. And because she said we'll work, we'll work through it. Yeah, we went to see a psychologist. I don't know what that we we' going um, to stop me from being gay, <laughs> um, because I do remember saying to the psychologist, I remember saying, um, uh, "I'm gay. I'm mm. not broken. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing to fix here." Yep. Yeah. And th- then I, th- I think that you know we, my wife thought that we'd fix it, but yep. you can't fix it. Yeah. But
1: I think I like that. That one phrase, it's like, I'm gay, I'm not broken. Yeah,
0: There's that's really,
2: yeah, exactly. Fix. Yeah. There's Why am I going to a psychologist? I don't need i I'm, I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. And there are people still yeah. dealing
1: with conversion therapy
2: Yep. in some places in the world and there are still people
1: being killed as a yeah. result of sexuality. And, you know, even for, for Mitch and I, things like flying by Dubai. Yep. I have no interest in staying in Dubai. Yeah, okay. Because we are criminals Yep. just by the fact of being gay.
2: It's so The bad. same with Russia. So bad.
1: There's so much history mm. there that would be amazing. Yep. But I don't need your judgment, so I don't yeah. need to visit you yep. to make me illegal. Mm. I don't need your validation, Mitch yep. is right. Yep. We're not broken. There's mm. nothing to exactly. fix. Exactly. Mm. Yep. Deep.
2: Very deep, good. It was very deep, deep wasn't it? Oh, dead. God, there was a
1: Dr. Phil <laughs> from Jason <laughs> from the bloke. So if people... Jason, it's always so wonderful for us to chat with you, always have a great time talking with you, but interesting to hear a little more about your life and you know how things have evolved, your experience as a builder on the block, because everyone hears about the contestants, mm-hmm. but it's the builders who are the backbone. the builders who make these things happen, and you know how pleased I am that you can say you are a builder of a winning blockhouse.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We'll Makes we'll it all so worth it, it, So well <laughs> deserved. So well deserved.
0: Jason, thank you so
2: much. Thank you for having me. Much appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much, Jason. It is always a pleasure and a delight like to chat with you and hang out with you. And i got to say, um, I think you've confirmed quite a few things there for Look, a building on the block.
1: He, he has. You know, we met Jason three years ago. He's become one of our best friends. He and his wife, Terry, are so much fun. But what he did confirm, which is interesting, as a builder, the, the inspections and the things that have to be signed off for those houses on the block are probably more
0: than what happens generally in a build. Because you've got professionals overseeing to sign off, as opposed to just the builder doing his own work signing off. You know, completely. And whilst it makes good drama to see
1: Keith or Dan come in and checking things, they actually are checking to make sure it's done correctly. So those
0: houses are probably better built than a lot of them. But it was interesting, Marky, whilst he felt that he'd built the best house on the block this season... He didn't think we were going to win. No, oh no, Jason, what was that all about?
1: You're the best builder. What I think is we're so proud about is that he can now say he is a winning builder on the block. And very deservedly so. He is. So hopefully when he comes up to Sydney, if we can get him up here, he will have a lot of
0: work. We hope you enjoy listening to our chat with Jason as much as we enjoyed recording it. So if you have enjoyed listening to Reality Renner
1: with Mitch and Mark, please share it with any of your friends, send the link to them. You can find Reality Renner with Mitch and Mark where you get your good podcast from it. And we will look forward to talking with you
0: next week. We've got a really interesting person or persons to talk to. Yeah, they might have traveled a bit. <laughs> See you next week.
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.